Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and I've got another classic episode for you today from our former host, Christian Sager. This one is about the phenomenon of sleepwalking. I, myself, used to sleepwalk sometimes when I was a kid, but I grew out of it. And as it turns out, that's not all that uncommon. Here's Christian. Hi, I'm Christian Sager, and this is BrainStuff. Have you ever seen someone sleepwalking? It's creepy, right? They're just sort of shambling around like a zombie and not one of those super fast World War Z type zombies, but more of the slow, clumsy, walking dead type. They might even have glassy eyes or a bland, blank expression. And when they wake up, they won't remember what happened. So what the heck is going on with sleepwalking? How does it work? Who does it affect? And what are the common misconceptions about it? Well, first, let's define sleepwalking. If you want to get fancy, you can call it somnambulism. It's a type of parasomnia or abnormal disruptive behavior that occurs during sleep. This category also includes stuff like bedwetting and teeth grinding. Sleepwalkers may also act out a number of activities during this process. These could be simple things like eating to more complex processes like driving a car. Yeah, driving. For centuries, people have been trying to figure out what's going on with sleepwalking. And while scientists haven't fully cracked the case, we do know more and more about this phenomenon. And it's helping us bust some myths. One, sleepwalkers probably aren't acting out their dreams. We know this because most sleepwalking occurs during the first third of the night, when your body is in NREM, or non-REM sleep. This is the deepest part of your sleep cycle. It's a time when your body repairs itself and releases hormones. You're not dreaming while this goes on, and because your brain will resist awakening in this state, it may be difficult to snap a sleepwalker out of it. But don't be afraid to try, because here's another fact. You can safely wake sleepwalkers. Don't do it violently, of course, but you're not going to kill them either. Now that we know some of the facts, it's time to figure out who's taking these midnight rambles. Weirdly enough, children tend to have a higher likelihood of sleepwalking. This parasomnia appears to run in families, and it occurs more often in boys than in girls. And sleepwalking in general is more common than you might think. A study at the Stanford University School of Medicine found that 1 in 25 U.S. adults are prone to sleepwalking, and that 29.2% report some form of it since childhood. Parasomnias have been called errors in timing and balance in the brain. More technically, it could be called a disorder of arousal, meaning that something triggers the brain into awakening from deep NREM sleep stage, so the person is in a transition state between sleeping and waking. So why do kids experience it more often, and why do they grow out of it? Some researchers argue that kids' brains aren't mature enough to fully comprehend sleep cycles, or that areas of their brains don't develop at the same pace. And since NREM sleep is a period of hormone release, it's possible that hormonal releases may have something to do with sleepwalking. Most adults who walk in their sleep did the same as children. Exhaustion, stress, some medicines, illnesses, and alcohol can all contribute to sleepwalking. And there's one last myth to bust here. Sleepwalking really can be dangerous. It's been linked to seizures as well as disorders like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Some people throughout history have even argued successfully that they killed someone while they were sleepwalking. 
Today's episode was written by Christian, I'm pretty sure, and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. To hear more from Christian, check out his pop culture podcast, Super Context. And of course, for more on this and lots of other topics on the go, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. Plus, for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We'll be right back. 